0: Welcome everyone to Dallas Hoops Fancast. I'm Sydney and I'm here with Martin. Hey guys. Um, so I still don't know exactly what happened to that game. Um, I know it was a close game. The Mavs started with an early lead, blah, 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 whatever. Um, third quarter, it's like a tie game, nail biting, and then all of a sudden, the Mavs went on. It was like a 20 to something run. It was like mm-hmm. a 20 to single-digit run points for the clippers run and it was just like that i think was the key to the game so that's that's why i'm starting there um and i like i don't know what happened there it was like all of a sudden the the game was close it went back and forth they were kind of fighting and then the Mavs took a timeout and after the timeout they just sprung free like the energy was was totally different and that i think is i mean that's what won them the game
1: interesting start to the podcast yeah straight to the the heart of it all so Look, I, I thought their defense, and I think we should do a recap at least of the whole game. Oh, okay, uh, yes. We went straight to the third quarter. You
0: can you start with <laughs> but your But I, I thought
1: um, in that particular run, the the lineup was, uh, I believe it was Powell, Porzingis, Dorian, Hardaway, and Luka. Really, the starting lineup they kind of finished the season with. Hmm. And then they abandoned it yeah. right when the playoffs started. I understand why. Because you can't have Powell out there chasing yeah. Kawhi The Clippers are an interesting matchup. Yes, up. yeah. And in that lineup, the Mavericks just got turnover after turnover. Yeah. Like they got tips, they got blocked shots. They they just also kept, got
0: crucial rebounds, yes, too. Yeah. And
1: and and good stops, and and the Mavericks just ran. They never run. Yeah. Like they never run. And for some reason they just ran. Luca got an all-you playup I know. Which was crazy because <laughs> yeah. you'd never see that from him. Yeah. Uh they just in the end of that third quarter, they just kind of Took over. It's almost like they were like, "Hey, we can play with these guys. Yeah. Let's stop being in our own." I don't know what I don't know what it, was. Know what it was, or I, maybe
0: they were like, "All right, it's winning time. <laughs> let's let's go." Or maybe it just happened. <laughs>
1: it just happened. Just the, and that's the, the way playoffs go. On the court. Yes, yeah. and and the Clippers, you know, they can. And I'm going to listen to all their pods <laughs> because they're going to say all the excuses. Like the the first two Mavs wins, it was unbelievable shooting by the Mavericks. Yeah. Well, they didn't shoot very well tonight. Let me see actually what their numbers were. They shot 38% from three, 39%, and 41.6% from the floor. The Clippers shot 41 and 37. So the shooting percentages were equal. So neither team was ridiculously shooting. Kawhi Leonard was actually missing some shots.
0: He didn't shoot like a guy. The guy was shooting
1: 70% from the floor. It's like nobody can beat you. Jordan couldn't even do that. Yeah. And, And finally missed some shots. Mavericks got some stops they have the best player on the planet. I yeah. thought the first and third quarters are what won the games for the Mavs. They outscored they outscored the Clippers in the first and third by double digits, I think in both.
0: They ended their quarters really well too. I noticed yeah. that. The first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, obviously fourth. They they ended the quarters really well. And maybe that's that was the story of what that run that we they were talking about in the third quarter where they had the mindset of like um, okay, going into finishing these quarters, we need to just finish mm-hmm. them really well. And so that was their mindset, and things just happened to bust it open just, in the third quarter. It was just it weird. It just busted yeah. open, and I basically. Think, I
1: think the Clippers and the Mavs, mm-hmm. after that, in the fourth quarter, they were both like, especially the start of the fourth quarter, they were both a little shell shocked. Yeah,
0: I was shell shocked. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait,
1: the Mavericks they are up by sixteen. Like yes, yeah, sixteen point yeah. lead. Yeah, and and it was just like, Within how did a few this happen? Minutes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was really, really weird, but awesome. Yeah. And then you know the Clippers slowly kept climbing back. That's how it goes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then the Mavericks hit shots when they needed to mm-hmm. and needed to, and that's how it goes. And yeah. and they executed at the end of the game and won the game. So. Man, I I don't know what to think. I I, yeah. <laughs> I was not feeling confident going into this game after the last two losses.
0: Well, I thought that after I thought that whoever won Game Four was going to win the series.
1: Now um, it's like, <laughs>
0: and yeah, I mean, after you win a game, you feel like you can never lose, and after mm-hmm. you lose a game, you feel like you can never win. But you know, the Mavs being up three two definitely works in their favor, um, and they finished this game. I mean. It was like this was a tough game aside from the run where they got that 16 point lead. It was a close game. It wasn't all of the the hype and hysteria Mm-mm. from games 1 and 2. It was just a really serious, this, focused game and like you said they they hit the shots when they needed this to.
1: This was a grindhouse. Yeah, this was, was a deep playoff run type mm-hmm. of game. This is the kind of game that you get deep in the playoffs in the finals where both teams are equally matched and they're just hitting throwing haymakers at each yeah. other. And that's what we got tonight and thankfully the Mavericks came out on top.
0: Um Porzingis hit a big shot? Yes. He did. Yes, he did. He finished the game this probably is he finished with 8 points.
1: How many shots?
0: Um he had field goal attempts. Uh, six. Okay. So not a lot. Not
1: a lot of shots. Now, look, I, I don't want to get into Porzingis. I really don't because the Mavericks <laughs> won, and and that's all that matter. matters. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all, all that, that matters.
0: matters. And he hit a big shot. Yes, and that's and, what matters. Yeah, I, I like up until that point, I was like, what? I he he was a non-factor because he was a non-factor. Mm-hmm. But this was during the time whenever the Clippers were making their run, and they had got it to. Like four points, one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the Mavs just could not make shots. It was the
1: same. Sorry. The
0: The play right before that, Tim Hardaway Jr. hit a big three. And then on that play, Chris stops. And Luca. I mean, it was not an open shot. Mm-hmm. Luca just passed it to him. He was in the corner. It was a well-contested shot. I thought it even could have been a foul. And he just swished it. And that was huge because they were trying yep. to maintain that lead. Well, he
1: had the same opportunity in game three Yeah. And he missed it. Yeah. And this one he hit. So, of course, he didn't have any emotion. (laughs) Like, again, I don't want to get into Porzingis. No, we don't have to. He clearly doesn't want to be here. And that's fine. I'm going to talk about the Mavericks and the win against the Clippers tonight.
0: Yeah. But he did hit a big shot. And I was happy about that. Yes. Yeah. And then the Clippers came back and they got it within like one or something. They had the ball with like 14 seconds left. And they got shots right at the rim, tip-ins that just didn't go in. I mean, it was like down to the last second, and the Mavs—they fought. Even their defense That's, on that yeah. possession, they fought I and they Luka stayed focused. Po- yeah, he had that straight, straight up. up. Yeah. He didn't.
1: He didn't panic. Yeah, and I, I think I don't think this can go understated. That moment, Luca's defense when Batum got the offensive rebound and went back up—that mm-hmm. same ice in his veins that he has on offense mm-hmm. showed right there on the defensive end because yeah. another player may have panicked. Yeah. Fouled him, tried to block the shot, did all try to steal it, rip or it, not whatever. Do anything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and yet he had the nerves. He knew to stand there, straight up, contest it, do not foul. Yeah, and it it was just oh, and it and you know those are the kind of bounces you need though. Yeah, if you're gonna win these kind of well, games. Well, the
0: shot before uh, Kawhi airballed a three. Yep. Um, and I mean, you know, that was fortunate. Oh.
1: The, that was, was a shot a stressful after game. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna have to shower after that one. Yeah, was- it
0: was a, it was a stressful game, but it was huge. I mean, the to win the two games, to lose the next two, those were those were gut punches. And mm-hmm. in this game, I think I said it before the game started. I was like, I think in this game we're gonna see who the Mavericks are. Mm-hmm. Like it could either be a blowout by the Clippers or or the Mavericks could just be tough as nails and and go out there yeah. and win it and they won it.
1: And they're tough as nails. And yeah. I'll, I'll say they, they really do have the personality of their best player, Luca. Luca is tough as nails. Yeah. Like he is just tough. And yeah. he's the kind of superstar that comes around ever so often that when they want to win, mm-hmm. they're gonna win. And... That's just you know more times than not. Obviously, yeah. they don't win a championship every yeah, year
0: or every game. But, every yeah. game,
1: but they they just have this way of willing their team. Yeah. And he didn't play well in the fourth. Like, he only had he two points it. in the fourth. And that's, I, I personally think it's because he's just straight exhausted. Yeah, I agree um, But I thought in the fourth, he had some good looks. They just didn't drop.
0: He had good passes, too. Yes. And, I mean, and that was
1: another thing. Like, the Mavericks could have blown it out even more. Mm-hmm. We had, like, four straight corner threes yeah. by Hardaway and Dorian and missed them all. And yeah. then that allowed the Clippers to keep. Punching at the lead.
0: Well, I mean, they scored like 10 points in the fourth 16 quarter. total, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and they had wide open yes, shots. Yep. But yeah, Luca finished with 42 points, 14 assists, 8 rebounds, a
1: steal. Shot 37 times. Now, yeah. I'm not mad at him.
0: 46% yes. field goal percentage. I'm not mad at him.
1: So. No, no, no. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I want him shooting it every time. Yeah. Um, But that's what he has to do. Yeah. And the thing is, he just... Went toe-to-toe with Paul George and Kawhi and outplayed them both.
0: Yeah. I mean, and like, the thing is, they were talking on the... um, We were listening to the TNT guys. I didn't realize Luka has like a 40% usage percentage in In the the playoffs. playoffs, And it's like, it's great that he's going for, you know, 40 plus every game it doesn't bode well for them in the long run because they cannot score without Luca. Like he went for 42 and they won by like what five, you know? So he is definitely the heart and soul of every point that is scored, but you know, it works in the first round. If they
1: win the series, what does it matter? Yeah. You know, what does it matter now? The jazz, the jazz aren't as good defensively on the perimeter. Now they are great with Rudy Gobert clogging mm-hmm. the paint, but I think the Mavericks' three-point shooters will be opened up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Look at us already talking yeah, about I don't the next round. Get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we still have Game Six, yeah. on Friday. But yeah, it. Look, it's so hard to analyze the game right after watching it. It was but a crazy game. It was because yeah. it
0: was you know again it was like it was a normal playoff game. It was really tight. It was close. And then that run the third quarter. And then the fourth was just all stress.
1: The guts that the Mavericks showed in that third. Because there was a moment they went down by like six in that third quarter.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was
1: like 72 to 66 or something. And it was like, okay, well, it was fun. And then Carlisle called a timeout. And then from that time on, they played lockdown defense. They only allowed 100 points. The Clippers are the number one offense, I think, this year shooting at least probably up there yes and they only allowed a hundred points so i just don't know what to say (laughs) it's a gut check win yeah
0: it was it was a huge win it was a tough win um tim hardaway jr he he shot 32 percent overall went three for 10 on threes but he hit some big shots he's definitely cooled off from the first two games he's not shooting lights no
1: but he hit some big ones and that's what matters and you know what like sometimes the shot's not going to go in for Hardaway, I just need him to be aggressive. Like yeah. even if the defense is swarming him, I still want him to feel comfortable to rise up because he jumps so high on his jumper. He can just rise up over the defender. But I think sometimes he allows the defenses to take him out thinking that he can't get a shot, but he can rise up at any moment. And for him, I just want him to be aggressive because yeah. like tonight when he's aggressive, although he'd missed a lot of shots, he hit one when it mattered. Yeah. And I think when he's aggressive, he's in the game, in the flow. He tends to hit a big shot late in a game.
0: Yeah. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith, he only had eight points, but he was guarding His defense. Kawhi yes. and Paul George the entire game. Luca even gave him a shout-out, and he did play really good defense. Yes. One thing about Dorian is that he does not jump. He doesn't fall for yep. pump fakes, any, any type of fake which is so great in today's NBA because players are so crafty, especially like Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. Um, His defense was just great. Now, Kawhi, like, he's been shooting like a god the entire series. (laughs) So I'm not going to say that this was all Dorian's defense, but he only had 20 points tonight. He shot seven for 19. That really helped because uh, he he was making everything. And that's
1: what I I said, like, you know, in order for the Mavericks or the Clippers to win, like for the Clippers to win, Kawhi had to shoot what he was doing. He was yeah. shooting unbelievably. It was like, it was unbelievable. Like how yeah. it's literally it 70% from the floor. Yeah. And then Luka was getting 35, 40 points. And I told mm-hmm. you, you know, the moment one of these guys has a bad game, the other team's going to win. Yeah, true. And that's, that's what, what happened, happened in game four. Yeah. Luka had a bad game. The Clippers blew him away. Game five, Kawhi has a bad game. The Mavericks win. Yeah. So it's like they're so dependent on those two guys. Now, Paul George does way more than, than Porzingis. Again, I don't want to get into Porzingis, but Paul George fell into the thing he always falls for mm-hmm. and where he needs a coach to just smack him <laughs> upside his head because it it's infuriating. He gets to the lane and to the brim anytime he wants. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, late in a game, in a close game, he decides to go for the hero shot yeah. and not drive it. Yeah. He does the hero shot. He wants all the fame. I don't know what it and is. And it
0: never goes no, in. No, <laughs> because it's a
1: bad shot. Like yeah. You learn as a, an NBA player, the ones that win championships, you learn to not shoot those anymore. Yeah. Like You may have done that your first three, four seasons. And then you're like, you know what? This is a stupid shot. It's not a winning shot. Mm-hmm. And so you don't do it anymore.
0: Yeah, he did that tonight. And it helped the out, and he missed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He it missed. was
1: uh, as soon as he pulled up, I I right when he was pulling up, I even said it before he shot. I was like this is a bad shot. This is yeah. what he does. And he shot it and missed it.
0: He finished with 23 points and he I mean he was 7 for 14. He really mm-hmm. was getting whatever he wanted, but again at the end.
1: Well, just drive it. Close it. And yeah. I think at that moment he had either Powell or Porzingis on him.
0: Yeah, I don't know if anyone was really on him because no. it was a fast break, yes. it's even more reason. Yes, to try it, it was just it
1: was a it was a hero shot. It was a bad shot, and I'm glad he shot it and missed yeah. it.
0: Um, what did you think about starting Boban?
1: I was really skeptical before the game. Yeah, I was like, "What are we?" It was almost like they were throwing in like the white that almost like they were saying, "We have no other option." Yeah, it was
0: like a desperation. Yes,
1: move. and. But it turned out to not be. Their, their, their defense, real. yeah, their their zone, I thought, kind of messed up the Clippers to start the game, and they started yeah. to figure it out over time, but I thought Bobon's length mm-hmm. really bothered them. It forced them to shoot some shots that they didn't really want to take. Now, once they realized these were the shots they were going to get, they started stepping into them, mm-hmm. but... Overall they only scored hundred points. So yeah. you gotta say it was definitely successful.
0: Yeah, I I Obviously. was also yeah, I was skeptical because I you know, my thing with Bobon is like he's super duper tall and strong and long and all of that, but he's not like extremely skilled plus the slowness that comes with the size. So I was like, Yeah, you have a size advantage, but I don't really feel like he's skilled enough to take advantage of that. But I was yeah. only thinking Offensively, you know, one part of the game, he really had an impact because he was in there. I think they had to play a zone because you play, can't play one on one with KP and Boban, and yeah, the zone really messed up the Clippers in the first quarter. And I just
1: thought the the length that the Mavericks had the yeah. shortest guy they had out on the court was six six, and that was Tim Hardaway. True, you know, Luca's six seven. Actually, Luca's now getting six nine. He's getting oh. the Kevin Durant treatment. Eventually, he'll yes. be seven, seven 7'1". Yeah. Yeah. um Yeah. But, yeah, it was an interesting move. You know, the one thing that that Boban does is create really good separation for Luca. He sets such monster screens. Mm -hmm. And it really opens up for Luca. And he also gives Luca a really big target. So sometimes Luca can get stuck when he gets down there. Yeah. And Bobon being so big and having such long arms, it gives Luka an extra outlet. And I thought you saw that a couple of times tonight. Now, Bobon never gets fouls called for him. In fact, the Mavericks didn't, like,
0: I I don't want to get into
1: the fouls. It was only 25 to 19. No, we can talk about
0: it, but but yeah.
1: those four free throws of that 19 were due to closing out the game. Yeah. So I thought that Paul George and Kawhi were getting the benefit of the whistle and Luka and the Mavericks weren't. Whatever. It is what it is. You got to fight through it. But Bobon certainly wasn't getting the benefit of any of these whistles.
0: Do you think that he should start in game six? I think you have to.
1: You have to until they adjust. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not like he finished the game. So, yeah, you know, but it, it set a nice tone for the Mavericks. They had 36 points in the first quarter.
0: Yeah. I mean, he only played 20 minutes. So I don't think it was the kind of adjustment where it was like, this is the, kind, the style of basketball. We're going to play this game. It might have just been maybe to throw them off or to get a different start to the game. Um, and then, like, there's, like, so say the Clippers adjust and they go big. Well, the Mavericks can still counter-adjust because if they put Zubats in, well, they need then you just Luka, take on yes. out and Luca yeah. will dominate.
1: Yeah, or, or you can even just continue because they're going to still switch. Yeah, true. And so it, it really forces the hand. It was kind of a bold move because typically... When another team goes small, you try to go to small to match it. Mm. And Carlisle was like, we can't. Because when we go That's small, true. we're getting killed. Yeah. Because their small guys are a lot tougher. Mm. They're a lot more physical. Yeah. They're a lot more physical I than our gonna smalls. I was say they're,
0: they're, bigger. Like, they're, taller, yeah. they're just, just bigger. They're like Not necessarily taller, but just bigger.
1: They're more physical and they're bigger. And so Carlisle was like, okay, I'm going to go super huge. Yeah. And yeah. see see what happens. And, and it, it worked. worked out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, how do you feel going into Game Six? Well,
1: obviously, you think they're going to win because yeah. that's what happens. But
0: yeah.
1: um, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to think. This has been such a weird series. But all the percentages are on yeah. the Mavs side. You know, when you go up two zero on a series, you have a ninety four percent chance of winning. When you win game five in a series tied 2-2, you have an 82% chance of winning. So there's a real high percentage yeah. that the Mavericks close it out in game six.
0: Um, the home team has never won in this series, mm-hmm. so the Mavs are going home. So I don't know what that means. Well, that's I don't gotta know if change. it'll mean anything. I don't yeah. think it
1: means anything yeah. other than just the way it happened.
0: Um, I mean, I feel fairly confident just because they have a 3-2 lead, mm-hmm. so... You know, it's like they are technically in control. They have to win one game. The Clippers have to win two.
1: Yeah. And I I think this game psychologically, I think the Mavericks were like, I think the Mavericks were confident going into the series Mm -hmm. and especially after winning the first two games. yeah. Yeah. But then the way the Clippers won the last two, I think it shook the Mavericks confidence a little bit.
0: What? Wait, why?
1: Because they were like, okay, maybe the Clippers are better. Like, they just came in and... Oh, and, I, and, thought,
0: I thought you said after the Mavs won. No, that? no, okay. no.
1: I, I think when the Clippers came into Dallas and beat them, I think it shook their confidence a little bit. Yeah. But this game, it was, nobody's on fire. Yeah. You know, nobody's hitting from 50 feet out. Yeah. It was two teams throwing haymakers, and they won. And so yeah. I think... Confidence wise, I think they're going to feel real confident, and uh, all the pressure, all yeah. <laughs> the pressure is on on the well, Clippers. Well,
0: thankfully they're going on the road, and it's easier yeah. to win on the yeah. road. Um, in this
1: series, it is. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> there wasn't anything in this game that you could say like, "Well, they only won because of this or that." I mean, yes. obviously, Kawhi. Didn't have a great game, but that happens in series yeah. in the playoffs. Um, I mean, it was a big part of it, but there's that like the Luca had a bad game last. Game. I thought
1: the Mavs defense played a big part of that. Yeah, too. they also
0: played great defense, but I mean, like yeah, no one was on fire. It wasn't. They weren't all hyped up. That yeah, they weren't hitting crazy shots. I mean, the officiating wasn't even like I thought. Like you said, there was a lot of calls the Mavs could have gotten mm-hmm. that they didn't get. It was just a tough gutsy win they just had to score and defend and rebound and they did and hold all of that yeah (laughs) yeah
1: you don't hold a team to 42 percent from the floor and 36 percent from three or whatever with Kawhi and Paul George to only 100 points if you're not playing good defense yeah like you just with that offensive talent that that team has to hold them to 100 points in a game where they came to throw everything they got, just like you did, that shows we got to give the Mavericks credit for that. I know the TNT broadcasts were just, I know, you know,
0: talking about the Clippers. It was the like,
1: entire time Clippers this, Clippers that.
0: Yeah, well, the whole commentary was how the Clippers can win this game. Yes, that basically yeah. that was the theme of it.
1: Great defense by the Clippers. Yeah, now a well, the lot Clippers of turnovers need to by do the Clippers. Now yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, it's like well, the Mavericks are playing good defense yeah, too. The Mavericks are
0: winning yeah. this game.
1: It was it was irritating, but yeah, I don't know. Um... We'll see. Like I said, maybe we need to do another pod before Game Six because it's really hard to to analyze this game, you know, right after it with all the excitement.
0: Yeah. Well, I still I think the third quarter run. I mean, like that was yeah. it. The that first was, and
1: third quarter. Yeah. The, uh, the first quarter set the tone, and the third quarter set the tone for the second half. And mm-hmm. both quarters were won by the Mavericks. Now they lost the second and fourth quarter. But they're playing with the lead. And that's why Carlisle always stresses win the first and the third quarter. Because if you win the first and the third, you're always playing with the lead. And so even if the other team outscores you, you're playing with the lead. They're playing catch-up. And you typically win when the other team's playing catch-up. Just a crazy win, man. I don't know what (laughs) to think. I will say that the Clippers really were in this game because of Reggie Jackson.
0: And that's saying something. Well,
1: that's, again, the Mavericks defense was suffocating. Yeah. And Reggie Jackson he had was...
0: 20 points. Yes.
1: And he was the outlet on a lot of yeah. these plays where they forced the ball out of Kawhi and Paul George's hands. And he was the outlet. And now, give him credit. He made them. But, man, if he give doesn't... Give him credit. Yeah, give him credit. <laughs> uh, your, your favorite term. Um, but he made the shots. Yeah. And... The mavs are counting on him not making all of those. Obviously, and he almost yeah. did tonight, but yeah. he didn't. But you forced it out of Paul and Kawhi.
0: Okay, so here's a question. Um we talked about how it you know no one was on fire, that it wasn't a lot of intensity. Um, do you think the Clippers weren't as focused? Do you think they took this game lightly? That's just a question to put out there. No,
1: I don't think so. I think I think
0: Like, were they really trying hard and the Mavs just beat
1: them? I think that was pretty obvious.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, because that's awesome.
1: I I think that was (laughs) obvious. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so shocked. And that's why this is bad news for the Clippers, because there's nothing you can say. You can't say, well, you know, Tim Hardaway is not going to shoot 64% or the Mavericks yeah. had the fifth best shooting game ever. All those things that Lu credited to why they lost the first two games, which kind of rubbed us the wrong way because it was yeah. like, you, you lost. It doesn't matter how you lost, you lost. None of that happened tonight. Tonight, it was two teams that were putting everything they had into it. And that run in the third quarter just saved the Mavs.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, because... I'm trying to think of what to expect in the next game. So like if the Clippers, maybe they didn't come out with full force tonight. And so that's something that might change in game six. Because, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, Kawhi going seven for 19. But I mean, other than that, it was like everyone else. Was, like, yeah, Marcus Morris went five for 13, but he's a role player. Yeah, like I, that's going to happen. How
1: many times are the Clippers like? How I many think, excuses yes, are we going to make? I going to say, I, I think the credit goes to the Mavs. I, I do. I think it yeah. goes to the Mavericks. They just beat them. They made adjustments, mm-hmm. and they played hard-nosed defense. They played their butts off and just beat them. And what else can you say? Like it's If the Clippers weren't up and ready for that game... Then why would we expect it? Now, they may beat the Mavericks in this series because talent-wise they're just better, but they're not winning any. If you can't get up for a tied series 2-2 on your home court, then nothing... I don't know what to tell you. you.
0: That's one thing I will say. Even if the Clippers win this series, I don't think they're going to go very far in the playoffs because it's the same story as last year. Um, I think what I said after game three or four or something was like, the Clippers didn't show up until they absolutely had to last year. And the same thing kind of happened here. They didn't really start playing well until they were down 0-2. They just don't have the fire and the passion that the Mavericks or, and just normal playoff In teams, teams yeah. have. And, and like, they're still a really good team. Their roster has talent and skill, So they can win just by, you know, trying. But they don't have the passion to always do that. Yeah, They, they don't do that enough.
1: Yeah, and and... I think also, like again, they may still win this series. I'm not saying that the Mavericks are better than them or whatever. But even if the Clippers win, I still think they're still too dependent on ISO basketball between Kawhi and Mm -hmm. Paul George. Like Those two go ISO pretty much the entire time. And then if they get doubled, they'll pass it out to an outlet. And that'll be Marcus Morris or whoever. But if Paul George and Kawhi aren't both... On their game. Yeah. They really struggle. At least from the games that I've well, seen them play. it's just like
0: play. the Mavs with Luka. Exactly. You and
1: know? and I think that ultimately, like, in to make deep runs in the playoffs, you have to have a team-oriented yeah. game. Now, you still have to have that one dog mm-hmm. that when you need a basket, can get the basket. But to make deep runs, you need other... You need a good offense. Yeah. And I know their offense was, like, number one all time, shooting, whatever. Fourth, but three-point. Yeah, five, yeah. Five, blah, 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 blah. They lost.
0: i mean that's that's one thing The, the clippers are just a weird team they're a weird team because they have so much talent and skill and when they do show up and play really well they're like they're not unbeatable they're not like the nets or anything but they're a very good hard to beat team but it's like sometimes i don't know they just don't and even when they do win and play well you still don't see the fire and intensity in this and I
1: think that's I think tonight though I think the Mavericks just brought that same passion Mm -hmm. and that has been what they don't respond well to
0: the Clippers yeah when
1: the other team matches the level of intensity you saw it from the Nuggets last year when they went up 3-1 and then the Nuggets increased their intensity level Yeah. and the Clippers never matched it so like if if you become overwhelmed by in their their intensity, which you can, because they are really good. When yeah. they are fully engaged defensively Everyone's and offensively. Oh, yes. Their defense especially. Yes. It's suffocating. It can, yeah, it it's can be. It's yeah. suffocating. And so if you don't match that intensity, you're going to get blown off the court. Yeah. But when you do match it, they don't always respond well. In yeah. my opinion, now look. The Mavericks just beat them. This isn't about they mind just games. Beat their this isn't about stops. shooting. They just beat them in a playoff game five on the road, them. and that's what else can you say? It that's was awesome.
0: Great, excellent ending. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna you're gonna watch the game forty times <laughs> yes. to see exactly what happened in the third quarter at least. Uh, we'll watch Lucas highlights over and over and 28 over. twenty eight times. Yep. We'll watch Kristaps highlights. Oh, no. okay. <laughs>
1: Poor Chris Tops. Well, just
0: watch that one shot that he hey, made over and over.
1: Biggest shot of the night, though. Big shot. It, it was, was the big biggest sh- shot of the night. You
0: know what? It was the yeah. biggest shot of the night. I wish
1: he would have had like a fist pump or something.
0: Yeah, just something, you know, like, yeah. yeah. But instead he was like, All right, what's for dinner?
1: See, this is why I should get the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you, I guess, after game six if they win. Well,
1: we're going to do a pod on we're Friday afternoon. We're going to do a afternoon. pod before. Yeah. After
0: we've watched the film... We're going to do a pod before to see what to share. Okay, we're done. Your face. Um, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.